Blantyre Forest, Scottish Highlands, Saturday 12th of June 1943. Right-o, girls, Seffy said. Everyone move back now. The Lumberjills had gathered round to watch this monster fall. A couple of girls had taken off their berets respectfully. The tree had started to creak. Seffy gazed up at it, a huge Douglas fir towering 80 feet above them, high up into the cerulean sky. There was a gaping white wound in its base, where she'd cut in with the axe. Then she and Morag had taken one end of the crosscut each and sawn expertly through the trunk. Seffy wiped her brow with the back of her hand. Phew, it was warm work. She glanced around to check the five other girls were standing well clear, then she stepped forward and patted the fur's rough bark. What are you doing? Enid asked. I always give them a little thank you for their part in the war effort, Seffy said. She smiled as she imagined Morag behind her, tutting and rolling her eyes. Once her little moment of sentimentality was over, she placed both hands on the trunk and gave it a firm shove. The creaking got louder, the tree started to tilt. Seffy watched, satisfied it was moving in the right direction, then her favourite part. She cupped her hands around her mouth, lifted her head and yelled, Timber! Her voice echoed through the forest as whoosh, down it went, gathering pace and falling in exactly the right spot with an almighty crash. There was nothing quite like it. Even after a year as a lumberjill and with hundreds of trees under her belt, it was still a thrill to fell a tree. Flora gave a little cheer and Seffy grinned at her. She didn't look at Morag and Grace. They certainly wouldn't be cheering or grinning. Three weeks ago, Seffy had changed the working pairs around and she wasn't in their best books. But you always work with Grace and I always work with Enid. Morag had complained. All the more reason to swap, Seffy had replied cheerfully. A change is as good as a rest. Don't want to get stuck in a rut, do we? Seffy had caught the look of hurt and confusion on Grace's face and had felt a stab of guilt. She'd worked with Grace from the start and they'd always been a good team, but things had changed. It was simply easier not to be around Grace at the moment. Morag had muttered something and stomped off, but she'd accepted Seffy's decision. She was their leader girl after all. Grace hadn't said a word. Seffy knew she wouldn't argue. It wasn't in Grace's nature, but she could see from her slumped shoulders and set mouth that she was upset. Is it no time for a cuppa yet? Flora asked. The others groaned and laughed. Flora, the youngest at only sixteen, was always ready for a break and seemed to have an internal clock that told her exactly when one was due. The girls started to down tools, but Seffy didn't want to stop. She relished her work these days. It was the perfect distraction. When she was wielding an axe or a saw, yelling timber, lopping off branches or helping Joey and the other horsewomen to attach chains to the logs, it kept her mind from straying. It stopped her thinking about him. She looked at her watch. Actually, Flora, you're a couple of minutes early. She nodded at the felled tree. The side branches needed stripping. 
There's still time to pick up an axe and start sledding. Och, it's hardly worth it if there's only two minutes to go, Enid said. And I don't know about the rest of yous, but I'm fair gasping for a brew. She grasped her throat in both hands, crossed her eyes and stuck out her tongue. The others murmured their agreement and looked at Seffy, hopefully. Oh, very well. They'd been working hard all morning after all, and it was Saturday, a half day. Not long now and they'd be finished for the weekend. Seffy fished the whistle out of the pocket of her dungarees and blew three times long and loud. Five minutes later, the girls were sitting round the campfire with lumberjills from other gangs and Jock, their kindly foreman, who'd earned Seffy's trust and respect over the past year. Water was boiling in billy cans for tea, and the air was full of chatter and laughter.